On today's first-round KO, we look ahead to Sunday's WWE Hell in a Cell, and we give you guys our predictions for every match on that card. Let's get it. Shock the system. Here, WSUW Sports Podcast in History. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, aka Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. So, everyone knows that we're talking wrestling today, so I figured it was very apropos that I tell you this. Okay. I was talking to, you know, the station manager of the radio station here, Amanda, and I was like, hey, I gotta run through, I gotta run this idea through you real quick. She's like, yeah, what's up? For the week of homecoming, what if I go buy a title belt, and I slap the radio station logo on it, and we just carry around with it everywhere. And she loved <laughs> that idea. Don't you already have one? Or is I, it still at home? Oh, you mean the title belt with with, the, with what, what is now the old UWWTV logo on yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right. we changed it, apparently. Forgot, it yeah. So it's now old. Yeah, that, yeah, that belt, I wasn't going to bring that here for a lot of reasons. <laughs> That's one of which I'll tell a couple of which I'll tell you when we're off the air. Okay. Uh, but... <laughs> No, I wasn't gonna bring that belt here. But no, what I'm gonna do? I'm probably gonna. Well, I'm not gonna go buy the like the like the toy universal like the red one because that one's gonna be reserved for whoever wins our little fantasy league. Cool. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go find the raw woman's belt because it's work. white and it's Hopefully red. And they everything. have it here. If not, Janesville somewhere I'll have it. Or the internet, yeah. Or I, that too. <laughs> I mean, it would probably be cheaper. Would it be cheaper on Amazon? I mean, I've seen it for like fifteen. It depends. Right. So I mean, if they have it here, then yeah, I'm gonna go. That'd be, that. that'd be really I'll, cool. I'll slap the radio station logo on there, and then lit, and then literally, yeah, just carry every, it around. Every event we partake in, someone just carries the belt. Yes. What does that mean? We're automatically gonna win? Probably not. But no, but it brings a certain confidence and swagger to it. <laughs> which brings me to this, and I think this is where I need the people who listen. To chime in on this as well, and you, of course, too, because I'm telling you this. So I've already, so I think, so I've already, so I've officially made my intentions clear with Amanda that I do have like serious interest on being a part of the little talent show thing. For oh homecoming. yeah, and there's auditions and stuff that I have to go through and all this yeah. stuff. I also know that there's somebody who likes to de- who DJs on the staff too, so that would be cool. Cool. Um, I don't know if I want to do that or if I want to find somebody or find a live band. I don't know anyone who plays drums very well, so that doesn't really. But if I go, but I'm going to talk to James. Jameson is his name, the guy who does DJing, right? Okay. And I'm dead set on Childish Gambino. Like, I'm set on that. I was going to say Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Sexy Boy. (laughs) And even though the theme is outer space, you know, in the future and everything, I was thinking, oh, 3005 would be a good one. It would be. It's kind of a weird loop around. Yep. And so I was either thinking 3005, sweatpants, or a mix of both. Ooh, a mix of both would be. So I'm really asking cool. you, like, which one would would probably go? Which one do you think? Like, if you were going, if you had no idea who the hell I was, and you went to the variety show, right? Like, assuming I got yeah. through auditions with flying colors and cool everything, it'd be cool to mix. I think. Would it like, be cool? if you were gonna just go with a song, I'd go 3005. Yeah, but like, I if you could somehow mix the two and make it sound good, like. But if yeah. there's only, but if I could only pick one song, would go you go 3005 or yeah. sweatpants? 3005. 3005. Yeah. Just because of the theme, or yeah, just because of the theme. I mean, 
Because technically, God, the theme is Warhawks. So... It's technically like outer space, like intergalactic yeah. crap. And they're su- they're they're such both good songs. They're both such. Because I was songs. thinking three thousand and five too. Yeah, yeah, no, that I, would be. I would, I, yeah, I would go three thousand and five. I'm gonna talk to Jameson and see what he wants to do. Because I'm so I, like I would do this. It's my last year. I don't care. I want to do it. That'd be That'd really be cool. I would definitely come and watch. That. <laughs> I was gonna say like I feel like me doing it will like drag almost everyone I know. Like, I would wait. He's doing it. I would. I would be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'll let you know if I actually go through with it, but I'm like, I'm like thinking way too. I'm thinking so heavily about it to the point I'm just like, I think I, I would, it'll, it would almost take me convincing myself to not do it now. Like that's how much I've thought about doing it. So, oh, I want to see this now. So we'll see. I feel like that mashup would be really cool. Three thousand five and sweatpants. Yeah, I've already thought of a hypothetical way to mash it up. I'm sure there's a couple. Start ways. off with three thousand five, like the first like verse in the in, yeah. the in the first time he does the hook, and then just and then just do sweatpants, sweatpants the entire way through. Yeah. I've God, thought about this. Game. I just love childish so <laughs> same, much. I'm just same. thinking about this. <laughs> also, I've got confirmed. We can bring the tailgater with us. Yes. I asked Amanda. Oh, she's, we're going to jam ba- out. Basically, she said, just don't break it. Well, of course. <laughs> That's all because it is expensive. I already so. have I already have Zach's girl in my trunk. Uh-huh. We got brats. I've realized I don't have brat buns, <laughs> so I need to go buy those. I need to go yeah. buy some do you want me to buy the, the big bag of chips or like the, the pack where it has like a bunch of those small bags where it's just like a variety pack? We'll see. Okay. Maybe maybe something like that. I don't L- know. Let me know preferably before 9 p.m. on – so actually you can even – I'll let, let me... you know like tomorrow probably. Right. If anything, like let me know Sunday morning too so, yeah. we, can, so we can just be like, all right, let's go do this real quick. And, okay. Then, yeah. Well, let's get on with what we're actually doing today. Today we are previewing the WWE pay-per-view for this weekend because, of course – this Sunday, we have WWE Hell in a Cell. A.K.A. known as the day where none of us in the studio between Kyle and I are going to get any form of oh, sleep. It's going to be a long day. We're going to the Brewer game, and that's a 1 o'clock game, I think. Yep. But we're leaving in like, at like 9 in the morning yep. <laughs> so that we can go tailgate for a long time. And then right after the Brewer game, we're going to Kids' house and watching Hell in a Cell. It's going to be a long day. That's why there's not going to be an episode Monday morning. <laughs> um, the, we're going to record Monday's episode on Monday, Monday afternoon, late afternoon maybe. I don't know. So expect it. Expect, expect the episode to go up late afternoon Monday or Monday night at the latest. So let's get on with let's – just, let's just dig right in. Uh, first match that we have scheduled for Hell in a Cell is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship between the defending champs, the New Day, and <laughs> going to do it for both of them, and their opponents, Rusev Day. Connor, who do you got, and why? Why am I watching this dude? Herbs <laughs> right now. Sorry. Um, oh wait, I can read the little thing too. Yeah, go for Rusev it. Rusev and Aiden English emerged victorious on Tuesday night on SmackDown over the bar to earn the championship opportunity on Sunday. When it seemed like a breakup was imminent between Rusev and English, they ultimately re- remained together. It may be it may be time to add some titles to their friendship. Who do you have and why? Sure, it may be time to finally put just a singular title on Rusev. Any title at all. He's been just, U.S. champ a couple times. <laughs> not when he was this over. I don't know. When he first, when he was first undefeated before John Cena did John Cena things to him, he would, I think he was pretty over. I enjoyed over him Over as a bad guy, yeah. That's true. 
That's fair. Not he's over as done. in the crowd loves him. That's fair. Fair point. So, I mean, I don't really count that as over. I just count over as in, like, the crowd. But even this is, like, past being over. He was over in, like, June. Yeah, but, I mean, it's... It was oh he even was over that actually right like he was over for a year. while and then it went stale yeah and then it's coming back now like his like because they're actually doing something with him right yeah. so yeah I do think it's time to put the belts on him but not now I I okay. I don't I mean we all know maybe it maybe it was the worst kept secret or maybe they were gonna plan the switch regardless that that Bludgeon Brothers were gonna drop we're gonna drop the belt to, to the new day event, yeah. eventually yeah. maybe and that time obviously that timeline was expedited when rowan got injured, uh, yeah. t- uh tore the bicep mm-hmm. or whatever it was in his arm i think it was a bicep right so and that gives the new day being the five-time tag team champions yeah so i don't i think they're gonna obviously go with that run for a while i mean obviously new day is so good where they'll yeah. be fine with or without the belts. Oh, absolutely. Like, they're still just as entertaining. But they, they sell so much merch that while you have the t- right. titles on them, that, might, those sales go up. Exactly. Yeah. So, I I just, I'm just going to go with the fact that it's too soon to take the belts off of them. I could, realistically, because the New Day are such fan favorites, such cash, and in the WWE, they're like they're very much cash cows. Yeah. If they want to ride this sucker out until, the ne- <laughs> until one of the next big pay-per-views... They honestly could. They could write this out to a Survivor oh, Series or a Rumble, and they could probably find some humanly possible way to ride this out till Mania if they truly wanted to, which I would love to see them go into Mania with the tag belts. But that's such a far time from now that right. you know we still have we still have Evolution to come up. We still mm-hmm. have Survivor Series at the tail end we of the year. We have the uh, Super Showdown. We still, have, we still have Super Showdown and another show in Saudi Arabia. I don't know if you've heard about that. They're adding another one in Saudi Later Arabia this year before twenty nineteen, really? like December or November. That's or gonna that's so hastily put together though. It's at, ridiculous. at least Greatest Royal Rumble had a few months on it. Like this one, anyways. Yeah, I have New Day. Yeah, I for some of the same reasons. I also have New Day. I. To me, well, yeah, like, it's too early to take the belts off of them. And especially since it's right, like, they just won them. Not at the last pay-per-view, but the night after, two nights after on SmackDown. And so, yeah, it's too early. But the main reason I don't think Rusev Day is winning specifically is because I believe that this is when you pull the trigger and have Aiden English turn on Rusev. I've been waiting for that for a while. Because now, so they were telling the story that Aiden has been costing Rusev by interfering too much. And then all of a sudden, Aiden started helping him. Like, actually, like he was interfering and helping Rusev win. Mm -hmm. So now you can have English be like, well, I'm not appreciated in this group. You know, you guys, I've been doing, I've been helping you guys since day one. And you couldn't capitalize on it before. And now that you are capitalizing on it, now we're super successful. And it's all because of me, blah, blah, blah. And he could just completely turn on Rusev. I don't, I don't know if it'd be after the match. Maybe, you know, what, you know what the story that they could tell is that Aiden could help or try to help like he has been. Mm-hmm. Like take a broke kick or something like, like he did on Tuesday. He could take a finishing move from like a Trouble in Paradise from Kofi. Yeah. That'd be perfect. But then Rusev could still lose right after that. And then that's when Aiden turns on Rusev with like a chair or something after the match. Yeah. I think I think I think they're gonna do the turn this weekend. I think so. Yeah. And new because then the then you can build into something, maybe not at Super Showdown necessarily, but 
So who would be the Survivor Series? Then who would be the next logical contenders for the new day at that oh, point? Oh, you have so many tag teams on on SmackDown. Oh yeah, There's so many. The bar you could throw in because those those guys always have fantastic matches. I mean, they go back since Gallows and Anderson. I I think if you give Gallows and Anderson a legit like three or four set matches with New Day and give them a legit storyline and everything, give them time in their matches. The club Gallows and Anderson could put on a fantastic. It seems robbery. like they're they're they want to do something with them. They it just really always do. Seems like the, question: Does it? Do you see? I don't know if you've noticed this, but I think they're running a different. I don't think they're really calling Luke Gallows Luke Gallows anymore, because they've always really? called. They, anytime they talk about him, and even on some of the stuff he wears, it's they call him like Big LG. I've oh, noticed no. that a lot. I'm just like I'm like don't make this a persona change or not just a name change. But yeah, like everything's. <sighs> Like many times he's, they'll say Gallows and everything, but they're mostly saying, but they say big I wouldn't LG be surprised if they cut Luke and it was just Gallows. They do that a lot. They honestly do. It's super weird. But anyway, I mean, they look but like yeah, they so want to commit to the club. They have the club. They have the bar. They have they sanity. Have sanity. The Usos. Usos who have just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. Well, they were in They that have trip. the Colognes who are back now. Right. But does anyone really, is anyone they really going to be good? Yeah, but is anyone really going to be led to believe that the Cologne stand the fighting chance against the New Day? Well, no, but that could be a one-off thing at at a pay-per-view. So we're just going to do two one-off feuds in a row? Fair point. (laughs) No, I honestly see, I would say either the bar or... uh, Sanity? No, a club. Club? I don't know what they're doing to Sanity. (laughs) Yeah, they they really have been directionless. I wonder if they're just waiting until Nikki's back up and the full full set is there. Nikki seems pretty set in NXT lately. They, she does, but it just keeps. Oh, no, on, they just keep on teasing her on oh, that main yeah, roster. She was on the main roster. She was on the stage when they when they when announced, they announced evolution. evolution. She was front and center. Yeah, so I was kind of like, "What it is Nikki Cross weird. doing she, here?" She's also wrestled some uh, SmackDown live shows. Yes, it's super she has, weird. So, super weird. So I mean, I don't know. They. It seems like she's about to be on the main roster sooner rather than later. It's you just where they want to pull the trigger, and I would assume SmackDown. Yeah. To, to put the entire set together. Yeah. We both have New Day. Yeah. The next match that we have listed here is the Raw Tag Team Championship between the champions Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I like to call them Mac and Dolph. <laughs> Gross. Versus not the Shield, because that was pointed out on Monday. They're not the Shield because they changed their clothes. They're just Seth and Dean. <laughs> so dumb. Technicalities matter. It's like the Demon versus Finn. It's so weird. Dolphin Drew versus Seth and Dean. Though Ziggler and McIntyre just won the titles, they already have been. Or they. Sorry. Though Ziggler and McIntyre just won the titles, they have already thwarted the B team in their rematch. Rollins, the Intercontinental Champion, will not defend his singles title on the show. That's basically the build for this match. <laughs> it's really, it literally was thrown together on Monday. Um, Seth and Dean, Seth had a cop, and Seth basically threatened to have Baron Corbin arrested if they didn't get this match. So that's cool. Um, makes sense because it's heel, general manager, and baby faces, whatever. <sighs> yeah, I'll, I got, I'll, I can go first on this one. Go for it. We'll switch off. I have Dolphin Drew for basically kind of the same reason. Uh, Dolphin, actually, almost <laughs> no, they won't do two turns in one show. Um, no, I have Dolphin Drew just won it. I don't think they're going to take it off of them. And 
like I said with the IC belt, which didn't come true, but I hope that they notice this now, the tag belts are more suited for Dolphin Drew right now. Seth and Dean don't need tag belts. Even though, even though it was very entertaining a year ago, that was a year ago. Now Seth has the IC belt. He needs to do something with that. I'm already extremely upset that he's not defending the title. Because honestly, Baron Corbin's a dual... He could still do that. Baron Corbin's a heel gender manager. He should say, okay, you get this title match, but you also have to defend your title. And then pick, like, Finn Balor or some heel. Like, Kevin Owens. And it's something. I don't know. But, like, I, I don't know. I hate that he's defending. But that, I don't think... And Roman, since Roman's the universal champ, I don't think they're going to give the shield. Even though I could see them doing it, I don't think they will. If I don't think they'll give the shield all the titles. There is absolutely no way they give the shield all the titles because then what's the point of everything they just did in the exactly. last Exactly. I think if they did, it would be Roman and someone. Right. Because then Roman would have two belts. Otherwise, Seth is kind of overshadowing because Roman a little bit. <clears throat> the way I'm looking at it, it's like they've built Dolphin drew mm-hmm. to be these two these uh, these two guys that basically run rough shot over the division They're dominant you know you know in in their own words to like show everyone that they mean business to like to like teach a lesson or whatever yeah. and now you have braun Strowman, who they're dead set committed uh as as a heel committed him to a heel now which i'm okay with once he gets away from roman because people want to boo roman so they still kind of want to cheer Stroman, Stroman. Yeah. but since those two things aren't what they want, the the reaction. I'll, I'll do you one better. Up. He needs to just get away from the shield in general. Stroman, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because no matter, I mean, we need to get like I like the shield. I trust. I love the shield, but because they're all top guys, they don't need to be the shield. The only person that needs to be the shield is Roman. I. He kept the music and he kept the en- the, right, but <laughs> the entrance for a while, understand. and he's kept the attire. Right, for the most part. Yeah. And that's the only reason that the Shield are here right now, is get Roman over more. And, like, just to kind of just get back get yeah. to, back to my point, you know, like, it's... So you so you make Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre, the th- and, like, the three, essentially the anti-Shield. Man band. <laughs> a much better one. Um... <laughs> But they're, you know, they're the anti-shield, and you basically have this. God, Drew is in that, and you have this power struggle and everything between like the obvious heels of the of the roster, mm-hmm. who've just who've been coming out and like backing up those three, and then you have the shield, and I'm waiting for the show when they finally turn loose all the faces of the roster. So honestly, my my thinking is knowing all this. Obviously, we know that there's going to be. A six-man tag at, at Super Showdown. Yes. They'd be stupid not to pull a trigger Dolph on Drew, this. Dolph Drew. I think it has it already been. Might, I'll, I'll double check because I know they've already been announced. I know they said months ago that the Shield, like when the Shield reunited, they said the very next day the Shield will be in action at Super Showdown. They just haven't said who their who their plan who their opponents are. Yep, Shield versus Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre, six-man tag team match. All right. So the so you have that right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at the car. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> New Day versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Wow. Well, that's... <laughs> Asuka and Naomi versus Billy Kane. You got to get Naomi. You got to get Asuka on TV somehow. So, whatever. What a downgrade. So, this is kind of... <laughs> this. I'm just... I'm not waking up at 4 in the morning for that card. But Oh, I am. Just because I'm a weird fan. I'm but just, anyway. I'm just thinking the way that they're setting up this feud... 
kind of involving a split roster. And mind you, who's still st- mind you, who's still away right now is Kurt Angle and Baron Corp. Yeah. They're probably setting some massive thing up for Survivor Series yeah. as we speak. The rumor is Team Angle versus Team Corbin for Th- control of Raw. That's w- which makes which perfect would sense. Most likely include Roman or the Shield. Oh, it will Roman include it. It will include Shield and Anti Shield, is what I'm going to call it. Yeah, them. and then. Like two other people, like probably or something like that. Probably Kevin Owens and oh, yep, Kevin. I'm trying to think gender, maybe <laughs> gender, maybe gender. And then you have the Shield, Finn, Bobby Lashley, right? And then yeah. of course Corbin on one side and, and Angle yeah, on the yeah. other. Yeah, and so here's my booking too. Like this, this is kind of what I see happening. This is, you know, in my WWE booking creative cap here, I see. The way they do this is have Dolphin Drew cheat to win here. Yeah. Have the Shield pick up the win at Super Showdown mm-hmm. because it's a non-title win, so you can give them that win. Right. And then that sets up another title match. And then if you really want to give the Shield the titles, you can do that later. I or because I don't think they're gonna have the Shield lose in Australia. No, there's they no won't. way. And then so then you go into Survivor Series, and then there's kind of that match too. They can create more tension there. And then at I think at TLC would be the next pay per view. They're to do TLC. No. No, I think that's normally December. They did it a weird time last year. But anyway, at that next pay-per-view, that's when you either pull the trigger on the shield or you pull the trigger on Ambrose turning heel or something like that. You, you have a decisive end to the feud that way. But yeah, that that's the best way to book it. That's how I think they're going to. That's my pick for this. So you, what was your pick? I don't know if you ever actually said it. <laughs> Drew and Dolph. Okay. They just put the titles yeah. on them. They need time to... They're going to dominate that division for a while. The next match we're looking at is a mixed tag team match. The match that we've always wanted to see. <laughs> Daniel Bryan and his wife, Brie Bella, versus The Miz and his wife, Maurice. The first match announced for the event... What? Oh, yeah. This uh, immediately follows Miss, Miz's diabolical win over Brian at SummerSlam via brass knuckles smuggled to ringside by Maurice. It will be interesting to see how this mixed tag team match unfolds considering Maurice is just a few months post-pregnancy and Bella just had a few months or just had a few months ago that she what? said a few months ago that she was officially retired. Uh when did she say that? I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. I feel like I it's always it was Nikki. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was Nikki that was the one that said she'd be retired because I mean, of the neck. Yeah, I don't know. No, I feel like Nikki just kind of like disappeared after the proposal. Well, she did. Yeah, and I feel like that's the last time we saw Brie too. I think Brie did like kind of pseudo announced an entire written not on WWE not not on WWE programming. But I think she kind of pseudo hinted at it and oh, everything okay. for a while. It's once she had the kid and everything, right? And then you know, obviously, money talks and total bellas and all that. Well, exactly. So, all right, what do you have for this match and why? I will say the exact same thing that I said on Hawk Talk. I think that they are going to protect Miz and Brian, obviously because they have a yes. matchup at Super Showdown. And just the way that they have been reintroducing the Bellas on every corner of WWE TV. And especially given that they just released a shirt, Yes Mode. You know, with Daniel Bryan's Yes and Breeze Bree Mode. 
Yes, Maud. Oh, and then my. it goes into Daniel's. Oh, God. Oh, no, they're going to do it. They're not going to do it. Oh, I would cry. They're, they're not going to do it. If that's they... probably the worst theme song ever. Brie mode? Yeah. Stephanie's, Stephanie McMahon. No, I actually somewhat enjoy Stephanie's. I do not. It starts off fine, and then it just becomes just nails on a chalkboard. Uh, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say the exact same thing that I said on Hawk Talk. Miz, not Miz. Brian and Bella get the win, and it is going to be Brie who gets the finish somehow, some way. Okay. Because in a, and I'm trying to think about how they go about it because obviously they're they're they they have to protect Miz and uh, Miz yes. and Miz and Brian both. Neither of which can afford to eat a pin here right. going into going into Super Showdown. Abs- well, I think they could get away with Miz cheating for another win. They could, but I don't want to. I don't want. They could no, but I honestly do think that they're gonna ride that they're, they're gonna ride this rivalry out till Mania. I agree. So I don't. So I think. God, that's gonna I think in the interim, with Super Showdown being so close, mm-hmm. I think you neither of which can afford a pin. My only question then, because I mean, Bree, who looks who has who has that ring rust, <laughs> and you would assume you would assume Maurice would have some as well. Obviously, yes. Not even six months off being pregnant or coming off being pregnant, right. you know? Obviously, if she was six months pregnant, I'd be like, what are you doing in this ring? Uh, but so I think they, so I think, I think Team Brian and Team Bella get the, uh, te- Team Double B, I guess in this case, get, uh, get the win. Brian and Bree. Brian and Bree. And Bree's going to somehow get the finish because they've got to protect the other two for Super Showdown. They just have to protect the two because, yeah, the like the feud is those is Miz and Brian, right? And even so if like, Mar- and even if it's the opposite of Maurice pins Bree, it just the finish has to come down to Maurice and Bree. I agree, in, in my opinion. because that's the whole point of introducing the wives is to further the storyline without having another singles match, basically. Right, so, and then those two could branch off on their own little program. Yeah, so that's what my prediction consists of. So Maurice pinning Bree. Yes. Okay. And I said this spot on Hawk Talk, and I really do think this spot is going to happen. I think I heard this on What Culture Wrestling um, on one of their podcasts, but I am I love it, and I'm going to stick with it. I think The Miz is going to hit a skull-crushing finale on Brie Bella. I want it to happen so bad. And so, like, that. that's what, the, like, the ref, maybe Daniel gets, quote-unquote, injured, like a fake injury, kayfabe injury, and then the ref has to go check on him. And then that's when Miz, like, Bree's in the ring, like, oh, no, are you okay? Bree, or Miz grabs Bree, scroll crushing finale. The ref goes back in the ring. Okay, so we just had a technical difficulty there. Our recording stopped. We literally went on about that match for about five minutes with really good, with a really good conversation. So that's a little disappointing. To but anyway. S- I was going to say, really, to sum it up, this is all you need to know. To, we, yeah. we, we talked about the end of the of. Of the Brian Bree Marie Smith match, and we ended up talking about the the. We went it, into evolution basically. It, it, it and the match is confirmed. Uh, Bella's Ronda Riot. Squad. Yes, the, so yeah, Bella's and Ronda versus the Riot Squad at Super Showdown. So like, so here's what I'm thinking, Maurice. I think Miz is going to hit Bree with a skull crushing finale. But even if that doesn't happen, Maurice needs to pin Bree in any capacity, however they want to do it. Because then that protects Miz and Brian. That furthers Brian wanting to go after Miz. 
And then that sets up Bree versus Marisa at, at Evolution. And then we got into we got we got into what that does into at Super Showdown. Yeah, because with... so at Super Showdown, I think what's going to happen. The reason they haven't announced Ronda versus Nikki. At oh, because we, we were going. We were about to talk about the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, we up. somehow got into that. But yeah, yeah the, the basically we were saying how they need to. The, what's going to happen at Super Showdown is after the match, it's going to be a quick match. Ronda's going to win pretty quickly. And then after the match, Nikki is going to turn on Ronda to set up the Evolution match. And then we talked about how Nikki or how Brie can't turn because she needs to stay face for Daniel and for that storyline. Right. Um, which is going to be which is fine. They can they can work around that. Yeah, and I th- I think the thing too for me is just I'm very curious, and I know I know like even you were kind of curious like, kind of curious about it too when we were when I first brought it up was how creative is going to work that where they mm-hmm. only make. Nikki do a turn or like Brie leaves or something right or, or Brie's just caught off guard happening as... and just like oh I don't right want and, anything and, to do with and this. then rushes it but I think even then if it's kind of just a see no evil here no evil exactly, thing yeah. that's still essentially kind of like uh, you know it's like be- that, that Bella trickery that we saw years ago which again yeah. like they need to like if they're gonna make the turn which we expect them to do if they're if or maybe they don't do a turn it just turns into that friendly rivalry at oh, evolution I just figured out a way they can do it they're on the ramp. They're leaving. Yeah. The Bellas leave. Ronda stays on the ramp to celebrate a little more with the title. Yeah. And then Nikki comes out again because then that eliminates Brie. They could do something And like then that. do you think Brie comes out to help Ronda no. or just Brie? I just think Brie's just gone. I think they just. True. Yeah. And we know WWE isn't going to read too much into Brie not being exactly. out there, So <laughs> Exactly. That's a, that's WWE thinking of True. that. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Do you think they turn? That's, do you think they turn Nikki though? Or do they? Yes. Do you think they run the? I think they need to because they need to have Ronda face a heel. I, I don't think they're going to do Ronda face versus a Nikki face, a face Nikki. I think they could because it's money. Money's a big. Ronda's Ronda's arguably like your most note your most exactly. notable. So you have diva, a, you not have... named Abella, and then right. you have Nikki, who's a pop culture icon. You can have those two face off, and they'll be fine. Hypoth- I mean, true. WWE could have them turn have have it be face versus. I think face. that's the only way you set up the match. Otherwise, it would have been announced already. But then you raised a point that they wouldn't have announced it before, even though they kind of pseudo did by announcing Alexa Bliss versus still, Trish Stratus. Exactly, they could still announce the match and just say, "Okay, whoever wins has to defend their title either against Trish or Nikki." You know, that's kind of my thinking. But that we'll talk about that a little yeah. more when we get to the Raw Women's match. So yes, we you have Daniel and. And Brie. I, yeah, I have Daniel and Brie via Brie, pin, Brie yes. pinfall victory. And I have Maurice pinning Brie. So I have Miz and Maurice. So that one will actually do for on. Cool. Uh, the next match is one of two Hell in a Cell matches. Non-title match between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Though Orton did not interfere in Hardy's latest title opportunity, aggression between these two continued after SummerSlam to the point that Hardy drove Orton through a table via Swanton Bomb, which looked great. They will try to end their feud inside Hell in a Cell. I like the word try. (laughs) Um, A match Hardy has wanted to compete in throughout his career. Now, the only question is whether he drops the Swanton off the top of the structure. Yes. Yikes. That literally in the description is yikes. Yes. (laughs) Um, I believe they will do that. Yeah. I believe... So what they're going to do, it's going to be a lot like uh, Shane and Undertaker. where Or Shane and Kevin Owens, they did the same spot, basically. Where Orton is set up on the table. Jeff climbs up. Jeff goes for the swanton. 
Randy moves. Randy slithers away. Get it? Because he's a viper. Yeah. And he and then Jeff goes through the table. Randy drags his limp body into and the ring. And finally hits the arc. Because he's been teasing. Ooh. He has not teased. He has not hit an RKO since he came back, mind you. What if he just picks him up and just hits him with like five RKOs? He could. Like not even like good RKOs. Like he's just holding him and he like says something to him and then he just falls into he it. He could super. Almost like a diamond cutter. He could super RKO like <sighs> off the top of something. Preferably not the top of Hell in a Cell. Yeah, no, that would be bad. But probably off a turnbuckle or something. Like so, he very I, well could super to, RKO because I want him to drag the dead, the the limp body basically into the ring, and then if he just picks him up and he's he's holding, yeah, he just up. he picks him, just looks like and just just looks at him, like instead of toys with him, RKO. It's more of a cutter, but right. it's still an RKO because that's basically. But yeah, he hits like a diamond cutter basically. Right. Oh, that would be so good. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, my prediction is Orton. I I really as is mine. I don't see Jeff winning, and this writes off Jeff too. So like here, fantasy booking, and this kind of spoils one of my other predictions too. But I think Orton beats Jeff, and then Jeff's written off for a while because he's really hurt, which is good. He needs time he to needs heal. It, yeah. He needs a lot of time. He can come back Royal Rumble. That'd be perfect. As Willow. Or or just brother or just Nero. broken, yeah, or brother Nero because they've been because te- they've been teasing brother Nero. and then he even had an interview uh, when he was he was talking more about brother Nero being yeah. fi- with that with the trigger finally being pulled on that yes anyway I want Orton then to go compete for the WWE Championship because he can claim claim that you know he just conquered he's, the cell and all that stuff that, he's at the top that and he's going against every face possible so I mean realistically exactly. there's no there's you're no, not gonna put you're not gonna have Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy and then have move him to another mid just have him be a mid card heel. He goes you out the next to, night and he needs to RKO that which we would assume is I'm assuming we have the same exact pick for the same match. The the WWE champion which we'll get to. Right. <laughs> Whoever the champion is after Hell in a Cell. But yes, even cuz even if it's Joe honestly. I but the, what did that turn him face then? No. Or Joe could work as a tweener. The way they've been working that feud, though, Joe is firmly Joe, a heel. Joe can't win this feud. We'll get to that in a sec, too. But do you? you I've what got, do you have? I had I had Orton on Hawk Talk. Okay. I have Orton tonight. I will have Orton when we go watch Hell in the Cell. There is I do not see any possible. Unfortunately, yeah. Like you're talking about how how to how to, how to kill a, a heel turn volume three. This would be it if if they have Hardy win. That God, that that, so bad. that buries everything that they tried to do with Orton. I completely agree. The next match is the Raw Women's Championship match. The defending champ, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. The problem here is that Bliss had her arm in a sling the night after SummerSlam, which would have led one to believe that a rematch would not be in would not be in a cards. What? <laughs> would not be in the cards, probably. Instead, it is Rousey nursing, quote, bruised ribs, end quote, uh, entering the match. Connor, who do you have and why? Who do I have and why? Yeah. Wanda. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's thinking this, but I'm willing to bet good money. Ooh, the Ravens score? The Ravens are coming in. Good. That's good. I need that pick. Um... I'm willing to bet good money, and I'm not a betting man, and I refuse to bet. But I would bet money that they're gonna let Ronda keep this belt till Mania. I could say even past Mania, to be honest. Probably, yeah. like this is gonna be a lengthy title, and ride. they can afford to do it with Ronda Rousey. <sighs> I think we're gonna have the same two champions on Raw probably in a year. 
Probably, but here's the thing. I think Ronda, I think everyone's much more receptive to Oh, well, yes, absolutely. Everyone is much more receptive that, to Ronda, and she's actually... That in itself just is sad to me. <laughs> in a way, yeah, but I think the way they do it. I think it's going to be the way they do it with Ronda. Yeah. I mean, um, she's definitely going to have the belt at Mania, and notice they're having her... They're starting to squash that whole, oh, she only wrestles at pay-per-view things because mm-hmm. they're working her more into Raw she's matches. She's been doing tag matches, and, and she single, had, She's had a she couple single, single matches. Yeah. She's been working a few... I mean, live events don't mean anything because Brock worked live events, too. And but, she's been working live events. Right. So, I mean... They're making like they're doing. They're starting to do exact. They're starting to do exactly the opposite of what people feared, which was they were going to turn her into, into a pseudo Brock Lesnar. But it's Ronda. It's Ronda. I mean, everyone knows that she's going to defend the belt at Evolution. Yes. You're not going to. You're not going to take the belt off of her going in. Uh, going they into Super Showdown, and at least they wouldn't bounce it back to Alexa. Right. If if they if this was someone else, maybe. Yeah, but I, yeah. they're not gonna. Honestly, like, if they start to play hot potato with this, this becomes basically a slightly upgraded version of Charlotte and Sasha on Raw. Honestly, which was just annoying. It was so annoying. It was very annoying. So, and I mean, Alexa Bliss has already been like promoing and everything, yep. and like, like she's trying to promote this feud with with Ronda, but at the same time, she's taking every chance she can to go after Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. It's it Ronda. It's like it's just, that's the safest pick on the card, in my opinion. Is Ronda oh, wins? This is the easiest one on the card for me. Yeah, because I could actually see them giving the belts to Rusev in English. I could see him doing it. I could see prolonging them prolonging do- the the feud. I could or not s- the feud, but the heel turn. I could see, I could see them it. doing that, especially because just- New Day feel kind of like transition champs at this point. Because they really ne- ne- would I would never thought I'd say that about New Day. Right, and that's not a knock to New Day. It's just because the Bludgeon Brothers got hurt because they were growing. So I, like, they they kind of had to throw the belts on them. I guess, but I mean, they're going to get the belts regardless at some point, wouldn't you think? No, you I thought it was. So- gonna, I you thought someone else was going to do someone it. Someone else was going to dethrone the, bro- the, bl- ugh, the Bludgeons. Yeah, Aiden English and Rusev. <laughs> I could actually see it. Sadly, I could see it. Because a real tag team can't do it, so let's throw a ragtag piece. Right, honestly. Like, 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 skip the new day. <laughs> so, at SummerSlam, Ronda beat Alexa pretty easily. Like, yeah. legitimately, not just in the WWE standpoint, but legitimately out-wrestled her. It was pretty cool. And people said that Ronda wouldn't learn. She's so good. Um, I'm glad that they introduced the rib injury. The quote-unquote rib injury. It's obviously at work. I still think it's stupid. I, I agree, and you make a really good point, and other people, I've heard other people on the internet talk about this, like on What Culture and Cultaholic, it should have been an arm injury. Because she because Alexa kept on saying that she could slap on the same arm bar. And she did it to Natalia. Right, and so what do you do? You go after the ribs? Now, someone else, someone else did explain this, like, the reason Alexa learned the arm bar was not so that she could use it, on, but so that she knew how it works so she could avoid it and get out of it. Someone did say that story. I can't remember if it was like Corey Graves or if it was someone on the internet. I don't know. But anyway. Which all which would be very plausible. It makes yes. sense. But in general, I like that they have an injury angle. Even if it even if it's the ribs and it doesn't necessarily make sense. I like that they have an injury angle. You can't because make her look invincible. Yeah. Exactly. Like you can't. Otherwise, if, if both of these people are going in healthy, then you just, you have to assume it's a, carbon copy of SummerSlam where Ronda just steamrolls yeah. it's a squash it's yeah, another squash flattens her so I'm glad that now there's going to be an element of you know 
oh, maybe Alexa might win. I mean, I will never buy into it, but no. it'll be a more even match. So I'm in. I'm actually interested to see how Ronda works, quote unquote, injured, because that's going to be another step in her development. Wouldn't this essentially be? This would have to be her longest singles match, wouldn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> someone made the joke because there were reports coming out that this match is going to be twice as long as their first one, and someone went, "Oh, so it's going to be two minutes?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Because, I mean, let's think about all the singles matches that Ronda's had. The Alicia Fox one, I blinked, and that was over. Yep. Um, Naya, which was actually kind of decent. That was a decently long one, but it was most— like That one went like 9, 10 minutes. Something like that, but, I mean, that one was— Most of most of which was— Most of that match was just uh, Ronda teasing, like, oh, I got you in the arm, I got you in the arm, yes. I got you in the arm, and then when she was about to slap the arm bar, in comes Alexa Bliss with the briefcase. Right. That's true. So— um, it was in Money in the Bank when they fought her. Oh, you're right. It was that one was Alexa. Yeah, I. But uh, exactly. So I'm glad. I think this is going to be a lengthy match. It's not going to be a normal Ronda match where she dominates. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a longer match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long did it go? Eleven minutes. Really? Yeah. Eleven oh five. Because they, I remember they had a like not a decent, but they they had a match beforehand. Like they had right. I remember it was back and forth. I think it was most, mostly Nia throwing. Ronda I was gonna thought it was just I thought it was just them toying with each other or Nia just ragdolling Ronda for a while and then yeah, yeah. Ronda had that tur- the top top of the turnbuckle spot. Oh, that's right. Which was which was really good. Yeah. Yeah. She's so good. Like that's the other thing about Ronda. We have to assume now at this point that it's gonna be a decent match because. We went into this tag match and we were like, "Eh, Stephanie, eh, it's a Triple H match." It's essentially it was it's essentially be Kurt, long it's, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, it was basically Kurt and. But that match was fantastic. Yeah, and then one of the best of the night, Nia Jax match, and you're like, "Ah, eh, it's Nia Jax." It what might can not she be. possibly do? It's her first right. single match. It's not gonna be. It was, it was a good, match. yeah, decent match. And then you go into the Alexa match, and Alexa's better than Nia. She's still not fantastic in the ring. She's better on the mic, but the, the match was still good. Like they, Even though Ronda ragdolled her. Oh, well, yeah, but the storytelling was fantastic in the match. Ronda, we have to assume now that she's going to put on a good match. Yeah. Every time. Like, she, yeah. she has proven that she can. So Oh, there's never – I've never, ever doubted that she couldn't. Like, wh- After I rem- WrestleMania, no. Right. Like, I remember I was a little bit – I mean, I had so much optimism, obviously, because I've always been – I mean, you and I are both equally big Ronda fans. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, after, after WrestleMania, I was like, okay – she yep. like she's done it. She, she like she like she doing. right like she knows exactly what she's doing. The transition's going to be mm-hmm. seamless. Let's see how they ease her in onto actual uh, cable. Not you know what I mean. Like it's weekly WWE program instead of just unleashing her on a pay per view or a live show that none of us are going to watch. So so yeah, Ronda's that good, and we all know how good Shayna Baszler is. Now there's these other two girls, the other half of the four horsewomen of UFC. I don't remember their names, <laughs> but apparently one of them, the taller blonde one. Yeah. Reportedly by WWE officials at the training center think that she is going to be better than both Shayna and Ronda. They think she has the potential to be better on the mic and in the ring than both of them. And Baszler ain't bad at both. That makes me really excited. (laughs) Because Shayna's really good. Shayna's a fantastic. Ronda's not that great on the mic, but she's really good. She's getting better. Shayna's good at both. Shayna's really good at both. Ronda's improving. She's she's getting better. I think they're also... learning how to write for her too yeah. which is a big part which is fine but yeah long long story short we ronda, both have ronda yeah. pretty simply um she'll overcome the injury on the other side of it we have the smackdown women's championship between charlotte flair 
and Becky Lynch. At one point, it appeared as if thing or as if this was going to be booked inside the structure. Instead, it will be a singles match between Flair and the recently turned Lynch. Kind of turned. Somewhat turned. Somewhat turned. We'll get into that. Who has added a nice edge to her character, <laughs> the rated R superstar edge, over the last few weeks since SummerSlam. Now, she's kind of a tweener, but on SmackDown, she was kind of heel. It's really weird. Because, like, at, on on this week's SmackDown, I know you didn't watch. This, I actually didn't even watch. I, I watched did, the replay. I did not watch a thing from this um, week's SmackDown. Charlotte I'd, won a match against this I kind Sonya Deville. Yeah, she, this, she I kinda, Sonya, this I, I kind of saw. Becky just pops up out of... Well, yeah, so good guy, sh- good good face, Charlotte Flair, face taking Charlotte, pictures yeah. with the fans, with, like, children. She's like, oh, have, you know, take a selfie with the crowd. And then a random audience member starts attacking Charlotte. It's obviously not a right... It's Be- Becky Lynch in a wig. A really good disguise. Did not notice her at I all. Fantastic. Becky, yeah. Like, black hair, glasses, jacket, and everything. Um, but, yeah, like, that, that to me... Still, it shows to me that WWE still looks at it like, okay, Charlotte's the face. She's taking pictures with the kids. Becky hid and did a sneak attack on Charlotte, who was taking pictures with the kids. Right, they're like, trying to treat her like a heel, even though we all know her. But although we all know that they went back to the drawing board mm-hmm. after that SmackDown, after that post SummerSlam SmackDown, because they realized how much of a massive mistake mm-hmm. turning Becky Lynch was. Yeah, and I and I think so. Like they, they, yeah, they turned it into instead of Becky being mad at the fans, she's she just hell bent on on Charlotte, yeah. which should be the story. But now, now this just showed like she's still not mad at the fans, obviously. But, but she's this still showed me that they see Charlotte as the face and Becky as the heel. The optimist in me thinks they're just trying to that by them doing this, they're trying to have Becky, they're trying to portray Becky as this. She's still pissed off at Charlotte, and she's go- and she's gonna win it at any and all costs. Yeah, and that could be construed face, heel, tweener, right. whatever, whatever they wanted to be. I think it's the taking selfies with the crowd thing. Though. That that yeah, that's that element what, where she just interrupts what it. Yeah, digs into my mind is that Charlotte's a face. She's interacting with the crowd, and then it's a sneak attack, basically. Um, so here's my thinking: the reason that they did that because they did after SummerSlam, they did. Total face or total heel Becky, but then they kind of changed their mind for two weeks. And now they're kind of back to that. My thinking is that in those two weeks, they realized they needed a tweener Becky. But I think they have plans for this Sunday that needed needed clarification who was the face and who was the heel. They needed to clarify Charlotte as the heel or as the face and Becky as the heel. Just for the matches purposes or? Yes, because. I think they're going to do a double turn. So they're going to. I think. Ex- yeah, I was going to say, try to go. Charlotte's going one. to cheat to win. Like, he'll cheat to win. Not like a champion who's trying like, to keep their title. Like, like pull the tights or feet on the rope pin thing, or like behind the referee's back, pull, pull some stunt Like cheat. a chair. And then just a gruesome beatdown afterwards or something. Because then you can still have Becky be her badass self going after the title and pissed at Charlotte. That, you know, now she's even done this. But I want Charlotte, or even like a, yeah, like a foot on the rope and then a beat down maybe. I don't know. There needs to be some sort of double turn here because that's just how it should be too. Becky can still be stone cold. 
and Charlotte can be just dead on heel and smirky and everything. But I, at the same time, going into Evolution, I don't know if they want Charlotte as a heel. No. I mean, it's... But at the same time, I think they're going to coronate Becky at Evolution. I think Becky wins the title at Evolution, which means I have Charlotte here. So, like, that that in my mind also means that Becky needs to be faced at that point. Ideally. Ideally. So that's what I'm going to go Because if they're going to go with the grand coronation at Evolution, then you would, given all the hype and all, and all the heel. following with Be- with Becky Lynch, you would Although think. it could be a heel because it won't be the main event. Nikki Rondo will be the main event. I mean, even if she's even if, anyway. even if Becky's still technically a tweener at that point. True. But, yeah, I mean honestly, I thought I I still think this feud's gonna I didn't think this feud's gonna go past Hell in a Cell, which is yeah. why I picked Charlotte. They, their match is uh, scheduled for Super Showdown. Right. So I mean, like I explained on Hawk Talk, like. I love Becky Lynch. I absolutely yes, adore she's her. So good. Like the moment she gets the belt back on her is the moment I will like scream and joy. Mm-hmm. I I hope it happens by the end of this calendar year, not the end of the WWE calendar year, which would by their standards mean mania. Right. But I'm hoping by the time the by the time our calendars flip to 2019, Becky is a champion. I is a yeah, champion. I'm convinced that she'll win it at Evolution. Because then they can do this match at Super Showdown, where they cement Charlotte as a heel, have her cheat to win again at the at the Super Showdown, and then have her fi- and then have Becky overcome it at Evolution. I forgot Evolution is before Super Showdown, isn't after. it? After, uh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, after yeah. Super Showdown is the sixth, and then Evolution's later, later that month. When is Evolution? Twenty eighth. Okay. <laughs> They're all just TBAs. No matches are not. Anyway. Yeah, I so I have Charlotte. Charlotte as well. But Becky, I yeah, we both believe that Becky's going to get it very soon. Uh the next match, uh one that should be in the cell. This match should should. Like you going to pick you going to pick that up or not? No, I no, <laughs> I'm not. Um yeah, no like I get I get wanting to have Jeff in there because he wants to have the match, but why not just have three matches then? It I don't know. It's called Hell in a Cell. Have more than two. Come on now. You know WWE doesn't go completely against the stipulation-based or stipulation-themed pay-per-views. I also want to rant on this a little bit. I hate, I hate, hate, hate stipulation pay-per-views. I think we might have ranted about this at it, like Extreme Rules or Money in the Bank or something. I think we did. But I hate it. it. The, I think it was Extreme Rules. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. You, because yeah. it's... Ooh, Hell in a Cell is coming up. We have to have Hell in a Cell matches. No. Hell in a Cell matches need to be at the end of blood feuds. Like this AJ Samoa Joe match. It's definitely a blood feud. It, but, like, even this... Shouldn't be a Hell in a Cell match yet because it's. I don't think it's the end of. It's not the end of the feud. There's more matches scheduled. But like the last match in this rivalry should be a Hell in a Cell match. The last match in anything. Charlotte Becky should be in a cell. Like it shouldn't be just a once a year. Oh, we have to have a cell match. So here's three of them. Oh, it just irks me so much. I'm okay with them having Hell in a Cell matches or st- certain stipulations based on the pay per view. If they book the feud accordingly, yeah, but they don't. <laughs> they never do. These I mean, both... I mean, the main event is definitely more applicable. Is is you can argue is definitely applicable for yeah. for it. 
But they, yeah. They and then the, the Jeff Hardy-Randy Orton was kind of like, oh, yeah, what's the one hardcore match Jeff Hardy hasn't been in? This one. Exactly. And it's the one he's wanted to do for a while. I, oh, yeah, so AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I don't think I actually thought that. This feud has gotten extru- exceedingly personal, and there is no better way to book a resolution than a Hell in a Cell match between the two longtime rivals. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we have such a stipulation added. So Which is strange, considering the intensity of the feud and the name of the pay per view. So is that so? Is that mean that this feud is resolved, or do they have the scheduled re- uh, matches later? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me check Super Showdown. I'm gonna say, are they on Super Showdown? They are booked. Yes, they are booked for Super Showdown, and I believe also this one, not Super Showdown, but the other one. Uh, Raw 1000, which is coming up soon. Raw 1000? Isn't that that pass? SmackDown 1000, sorry. That's right. Which is coming up soon. Is also technically... That one and Miz versus Brian are both scheduled. Uh, That one is card subject to change. Mm -hmm. Super Showdown is officially announced. But anyway. I have AJ winning. Uh, I... At this point, I don't see Joe winning the title. This... To me, this is almost like Ronda versus... Not Ronda. Nia versus Alexa where it's the bad guy has kind of gone too far and I can't I can't see them like I can't see them justifying Samoa actually winning like Joe has him coming out on top would just send the wrong message at this point and it would leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth I plus AJ's on the cover of 19 yep. I think they're going to have him hold on to that for a while I think they're going to have him hold on to it until the game's released honestly I, they might they, uh, so, Brock beat CM Punk's record. Yeah, but that was with the Universal Belt. Yeah, I think they want to do it with AJ too. They want to. They want him to beat. Yeah, uh, which punks, would Punk's or Brock's? Punk's. I think they, they want are dead set on burying Punk because Punk books. still has the longest WWE Championship reign. That's true. So I think they might, since they already have this long reign with with AJ, they might keep it going. Wait. So wait. So wait. Let me get this straight. So Brock has the longest reign in general, and second is Punk. Uh, modern era, yes. In the modern era, and second would be Punk. Yes. But as far as the WWE Championship, Punk is the longest reign. Yes. And I'm assuming yeah. second is AJ. No, actually. Who is second? There's a couple people. Because AJ's not even, it's not even a year yet. He won it just before Survivor Series. That's right, yeah. Last year. So, I mean, he's almost at a year. But then, so then you would need, what, 70 more days. So like Royal Rumble, so you you could have him hold it until do you, Mania. I was gonna say, do you think he holds till Mania? No, <laughs> I think he loses it as soon as early, like day three hundred and thirty-five. <laughs> Just enough to bury Punk, yes. you think? Yeah, honestly, they did that to who did they do that to with New Day? Who who had the was it the Road Warriors? Road Warriors, yeah. I think they had like the, they like they squashed that record and literally, then, and then like the, the next, next week, day they yeah dropped him. Yeah. So I think they do the same thing because – and here's why I also don't think – so I think long-term booking, and I can get into this more at a different time, Miz is going to end up with the championship, and he needs to take it off of face. I don't think you can do Miz versus Joe. No. You can't have Miz beat Joe. So you have to have – I think Miz versus AJ makes more sense. Miz needs to have the title going into WrestleMania. And then that conclu- that theoretically that would conclude the Daniel Bryan is – yes. With the title, with Daniel Bryan overcoming him for the title at WrestleMania, that would make sense given all the stuff that Bryan has gone through. Exactly. So that's just my long term booking, and that's kind of what I see because Super Showdown, 
Miz versus Brian is a number one contender. Right, for the championship, yeah. So maybe maybe my theory about them burying Punk isn't even true. Maybe they just give Miz the title at TLC. But still, like I really think that Miz is going to end up with the title, have what? a lengthy title reign into into Mania. Oh, no, I think both of us, like, no, I mean, I agree. I think both of us had talked about this before, that yeah. it just makes, like, from a story, I mean, the best way to close out that storyline is to have is to eventually cor- uh, coronate Brian again at Mania, right? Which is a shame because I really not that, but like the, the this AJ Joe feud, I really like Samoa Joe. So do I. He's so good. He has made this feud. This feud, if you look at this feud in general, it's terrible. <laughs> like the build for it, like yeah. the letter before SummerSlam, and now this Night Night book from Tuesday, and just everything. Like it's not great. It could be a lot better. But Joe has made it work, and, it, it, and it, he's executed it perfectly. It feels bigger than it should because yeah. Joe has just been fantastic. AJ has been really good too. I it can't, seems like yeah, I want to say it seems like it seems like mid card tactics mm-hmm. on two exactly. ma- on two main eventers. It's a mid card build, so I I feel bad for Joe because he deserves the belt. He should get the belt, but I don't think he will. he'll get. A, he he's going to eventually. Get, yes, yeah. but I not now. Maybe next year, SummerSlam. Maybe I don't potentially. Oh my God, Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Be still, my beating heart. <laughs> anyway, let's finish this off. The WWE Universal Championship will be defended as Braun Strowman is cashing in his money in the bank for a Hell in a Cell match against the reigning defending Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Rekindling one of the better feuds from last year, Strowman promised Reigns that he will cash in his briefcase for a Hell in a Cell bout uh, with the champion to stave off the shield. Interesting twist to have Strowman announce the cash-in for a specific match well ahead of time, but he has obviously enlisted some help in Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. It was announced on Monday that Mick Foley will also serve as the special guest referee because Mick Foley in Hell in a Cell. Um, I'll go first. On go this for one. it. Oh, my God. This makes me so angry. So I really want slash think Strowman is going to win because a I, I, I talked about this on a hot talk first of all I want to clarify I, I hate <laughs> I hate what they've done with Strowman I don't hate necessarily that he's a heel but they had him do a very baby face thing where only Cena has done this saying hey I'm gonna cash in my actually it's not just Cena someone else has done it too but anyway, he it's, did a very it's, it's it's more associated. It's a babyface thing yeah. to say, I'm going to cash in my briefcase at this time and this date. Get ready for the actual match. Like it's not a sneak up heel cash in. But then they immediately turned him heel the next the week. Same. The night same it night. It was the same night. It was the same night. So why not at that point have Strowman especially that night after they beat up Roman, Strowman be like, Oh, just kidding, I'm gonna cash in right now. And then just ah. It makes sense. I thought he was going to cash in that. The booking night. is terrible. So, what I think, I shouldn't even say that. What I want to happen, what I, and what I could see happening, is Roman wins because of Mick Foley, and then once Mick Foley leaves and the cell is raised, Corbin comes out and was like. Okay, that was the title match, but that wasn't your briefcase. That wasn't your cash in. Here's your briefcase, Braun, and then Braun cashes in on Roman after the match to win. Because I don't, I don't want them. I don't want them to freaking waste another uh, briefcase. 
I I hate I just hate that they have anyone... really they have really made the the men's briefcase very like it's terrible obsolete at this point. I hate people losing. I hated Cena losing. Yeah. Even yes, I get that. Have Cena hold it like Punk let. Oh, it makes me so angry. Cena shouldn't have lost. Corbin shouldn't have lost. No. Who is the other one? Sandow shouldn't have lost. Also, Cena has been involved in all three. That he has. Cena was the champ for Sandow yep. to cash in, and Cena cost Baron the match. But anyway, I digress. I yeah, hate yeah, when yeah. cash-ins lose, and if they do this with Strowman, it's going to be terrible. Because you know they will, because who's on the opposite side? Ugh! Okay, here's my thinking, and this is what gives me hope. I still believe that they want to do the ultimate coronation of Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That really, we, I, th- I that thought we, the coronation would have been. I thought their thing it was wasn't Summer that big Slam. though. He well, won it, and then it was like, "Yay, Roman!" And then they yeah, because the they because they knew that they weren't going to get that crowd reaction. Exactly. So, why not build to a bigger? Have him face an ultra heel, someone at WrestleMania. Who I I don't know at this point. Who's ultra heel? Or who could be ultra heel at Mania? That's a good question. The Rock. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. People are going to cheer for Drew more than they will I know, Roman. They're going to cheer for Roman. I, no, no matter what I they do, will, they are, it's going to be in New York. Ro- I agree. They're going to try to aim for this coronation, but they are not going to get the Roman Reigns reaction. I don't reaction think SummerSlam was the coronation. And I really think that they're going to do the big Roman coronation at. at that so I think they screw Roman out of the title now. He maybe gets a rematch the next night or at the next pay per view, and then and and then have him feud with someone else. Have him try to win the Royal Rumble and fail. Have him tr- maybe win the Elimination Chamber again. I don't know, but or maybe have him win the title and then have him, I don't know. But he, I think he drops the title here, mainly because that's what I want. Because I don't want them to waste the cash in. I want Braun to have the title. I don't want Roman to have the title. And I think that they're going to... They have to do something with Mick Foley. They didn't just throw him in there for no reason. Yeah, I was going to say, this. there's a rhyme or reason to this. There's they, You never just have a special guest ref for no reason. And, they right. always get involved. The last time there was a special guest ref in a championship match, it was Triple H <laughs> and Daniel Bryan. And we all know what happened there. Great storytelling. So, I, I don't know. I think McFoley gets involved. I think Roman wins, or McFoley gets involved and costs Roman. I don't know. I I don't know if this will be my official pick on Sunday, but I'm going to say right now that I think Braun Strowman is going to walk out champion. I think that's what they should do. I think that's what they will do, and it's better long term booking. That makes sense. The biggest reason why I don't think they're going to make Braun drop the belt right now, Roman. Or yeah, Roman dropped about right now is Super Showdown. I think. I mean, the Shield's good. Yeah, I mean, the Shield is still going to be the Shield. Hmm. But I think they are dead set on making the Shield with Roman obviously spearheading it with the with the Crown Jewel going into it. And then I don't know. They could they could drop he could drop the belt at TLC or something or Survivor Series. Actually, not not Survivor Series because they have. There's most likely going to be that team angle, team Corbin. I if if like, they twist this like I think or like I want them to, and they say that this isn't his cash in, and they've they, already said that he's cashed in. I know that's the thing, but but heel general manager. There's there's that dynamic that they could do. 
if they pull that and then Roman retains and Strowman still has the briefcase, then I'm okay. I don't I, – I mean, I can, I can see, like, the next night Corbin's like, oh, hey, Braun, by the way. Exactly, exactly. Briefcase. I, I really hope – and I'll reserve judgment, you know, at <laughs> our reaction podcast – Will be before Raw, so I might be a little upset if that's what happens. But then it happens on Raw. But that's beside the point. If if that happens, if Strowman still has the briefcase coming out of this, I'll be okay because that's where my anger lies. I hate that they waste the briefcase like this. I First would... of all, they shouldn't have wasted it on Strowman in general. He didn't need it. Strowman doesn't need a briefcase. No. Sec- and then once you gave Strowman the briefcase, it's like okay, whenever he cashes in, he he's, needs to win because. Right. He they booked. Win, they just... booked it like that. They booked it like he 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 was gonna get the belt eventually. Exactly. So I, so this just oh, it it's another reason I hate Roman Reigns because everything around Monday Night Raw is built to put over Roman Reigns, and it hurts everyone else. The thing that I'm worried about if they do find the creative way to get to give the briefcase back to Braun, mm-hmm. Braun had. I don't want to say like his strongest part of his face run, but I mean actually I I will say it was arguably it can argue in my opinion it can arguably be said that one of the hottest strongest parts of his face run was when he was Mister Monster in the Bank, and the fact that there's a boatload of Monster in the Bank shirts and everything and what do you think about when you associate Braun Strowman holding that money in the big briefcase? He was a face. Yeah, he was a face. So it, that's just gonna I think that's gonna cause more confusion if they I mean. Storyline wise, so they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're still a heel. Here's a, here's a briefcase back. Get him, like sick him." But I just think that there's too much of an association with Braun briefcase, good guy, and everything. But I think I think that because it's Super Showdown and they're trying to get a whole bunch of buys for the WWE Network and just Australia in general. That's why part of me thinks yeah. they're gonna keep the belt on Roman at least until the end of Super Showdown. Because you get a, you get the double whammy. You have yeah. you have the guy who you who is considered the guy in WWE by their standards, like your your top selling uh, superstar with the champion. Oh, and by the way, he's also in arguably one of if one of if not the most popular faction in recent memory going into Super Showdown. Yeah. So that's why I mean I'm this is this is the one match where I'm like torn because they put Braun in a corner here. Whereas, like, if he loses, then again, waste of a heel turn, no matter who he, they align him with. True. Unless there's a catch down the road. Unless he keeps the briefcase. That's the only— It's o- all salvaged if he keeps the briefcase. That is the—in all honesty, that is the only saving grace here. Because if Roman goes over, even with the help of Mick Foley, and if, I guess, Braun gets screwed over by mm-hmm. the good guy here, that's still—that's still just screwed everything. Mm-hmm. That just—there's—then there's—why did you even—why did you even make make him turn? Make him, right. make him turn the day after Hell in a Cell. So I changed my mind. Here's how I see this going down. Strowman hits a power slam. Or no, okay, so Strowman... Strowman or Roman, someone... Roman knocks over... Uh, someone knocks over Mick Foley. Mick Foley's out, you know, because refs, you know, when you blow on them, they fall over and they're knocked out. But Mick Foley gets knocked out. Strowman hits a running power slam and gets the visual one, two, three. You know how that works, you know? Yeah. One, two, three, but there's no ref to count it. Strowman picks up Mick, wakes him up, and then – so oh, yeah, so this works. Strowman knocks over Mick, and then once Mick gets back up, Mick gets his revenge, quote-unquote, on Strowman. Yeah. Mr. Sacco 
One spear, two spear, one, two, three. The next night on Raw, or even before the match, after the match, something, Corbin is going to come out. Because Corbin has a feud, not a feud, but a grievance with the Shield now, Corbin's going to come out and say, you know what, this isn't your cash-in. This is just a straight-up championship match that you're getting. You still have the briefcase whether you win or lose. I, that's what I'm going to book. That's what I'm going to predict. Because if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> just be, be prepared for a hashtag mad about it episode. <laughs> because it's, it's very, very possible. So your pick for this match. So I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to go with Roman. I'm sticking to my guns. Roman holds it until the end. He'll drop the belt after Super Showdown. I hope so. Oh, what if they cash in at Super Showdown? Anyway. <laughs> Assuming that they do this briefcase spot. I'm hoping. Hoping. But that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Connor, go ahead and take us out. Yes. First round KO. Look us up on iTunes, the podcast app, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Subscribe to us, like us, review us, leave a comment. All the whichever their respective metri- um, metrics are, go and do that. On Twitter, follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson Two K Eighteen. Follow myself at Connor Moore underscore Seven. And to figure out and to see the next episode of what happens at a Brewers game, follow at here we go, Yelich. Links in the description. In the next episode. Both of us are probably still going to be dead tired. But we will be giving our reactions. And I feel like Kyle's mat- hashtag mad about it prediction just might be a thing that happens. So I can't wait to see this. Personally. Like I'm, I'm honestly. I'm gonna have twelve hours to stew over it, so it might, it might not be exactly me seething at the mouth, but I feel like you will on the right. If, the, if once I get going, like, I feel like when we're on our way back to Whitewater, you will just be rampaging. Even before we get in the car, Kyle's house, probably. But anyway, I'm just hoping that by the time I come back, I reclaim a title that I never lost. <laughs> Because apparently I'm the new Bullet Shield Day Club version of Finn Balor. Anyways, we'll update you on all that and more on the next episode when we shock the system. You see me as a challenge to manage your intuition.